Welcome back to your daily dose. It's Bob. Are you a go, go, go person? Are you constantly pushing yourself to achieve? Do you work hard to keep every aspect of your life occupied? How much is enough? How much is too much? Today, my buddy Nick and I talk about the power and the value of giving it a rest. It may sound like heresy in a world where productivity is God, but rest just may be the answer to helping us locate the intersection between our success and our happiness. Today, we'd like our daily dose to be a part of how you rest and rejuvenate. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I think we should always consider any Greek person you're talking to as sort of a wise person who's <laughs> just giving you some sort of life lesson. Tell me more. Yeah. I, oh, I will. <laughs> it is funny though. It's, I, I do feel like, I do feel like the Greeks that I've encountered in my life do have a little bit of a, they have a responsibility, right? We do. I mean, yeah. the Greek mythology. We haven't, we haven't done anything in like, I would conservatively estimate it 2000 years. Like Yanni was a blip and that was it. Like what else have we Yanni. added to the world in the last 2000 years? Yeah. It's a good point. Cause I don't know how old feta cheese is. We but, started you know. strong. <laughs> yeah. Dipped. But dipped in terms of our productivity. How much do you have to keep giving? Come on. Why is it? I, this is something that actually concerns me in life. You've got somebody like, you know, like Beethoven, right? This created this incredible life worth of work. And you know darn well, as the guy's dying, people are like, what's he going to come up deaf. with next? And yes. Going he, yeah. pref- he actually wrote some of his best known music when he was what would be considered legally deaf. Yep. Right? Incredible. And yet the expectation is, what has he done lately? What have you done yeah, now? I think there's a drive with people like that, though. I think some people feel like they have to get it all out and they have to be... Like Mozart, if you're uh, going by what was portrayed in Amadeus, yeah, like he has to be loved, yeah, right, all the time, every day. But I think that's also the other side of that is, and I was talking to somebody about this recently. Like we always feel, or I always feel, a lot of people always feel that they have to be hustling, mm-hmm. that they have yeah. to be productive, that they have to be doing stuff, and so rest is really difficult Mm. so just being able to take a minute take a beat and understand that this is good for you not having anxiety like you're going down and take a nap Mm -hmm. and not having enough anxiety in you that prevents you from napping yeah because you think you there's something else you should be doing should right should gets in the way a lot it should but yeah i I feel like this is this is a uh is a problem and i'm saying this i because i deal with organizations and individuals all the time that are driven to go, go, go. Yeah. And, and we forget that there's value in the rest. You know, my wife was a sleep specialist for a number of years. Just the sheer value of sleep itself, which is the most intense form of rest, I would argue, next to a coma. Uh, and that's really, I mean, that's an indication that it's something that's necessary. And it's not selfishness to take a break. And yet, right. I think part of it is peer pressure. We see everybody else hustling. Or you ever hear someone say, Oh, it must be nice to have time to do that. It's like so snarky and it's like, shut up. Maybe you should take the time to do this too because it's healthy. Healthy. It's good. Yeah. I think there was a meme going around. It was like out of office message from somebody in Europe. Hey, I'll be out for the next two months on vacation. I'll get back with you, you know, in two months. And so that's somebody from Europe in America would be, Hey, I'm having surgery uh, tomorrow. Um, so I'll get back with you the next day, but if you need me in the meantime, call my cell phone. (laughs) 
exactly. Why do we have to be so available to each other? Here, I look at it like when I was a kid, when you were a kid, we didn't have cell phones. So you went out without your parents having a tether to know where you are or your friends. You couldn't constantly reach out to somebody who wasn't there. You had the people that you were with. It was a whole different world. And yet now we live in this way too accountable world to everybody else. I, I, I gave up the leash of electronics when I left the corporate world. I reserve the right to answer my phone when I answer my phone, mm-hmm. respond to my messages when I respond to my messages. I know the risk. If I don't respond to a client quickly enough, I might lose that client. If I don't respond to a friend quickly enough, I might lose that friend. But I demand my freedom. I need to be free of this stuff. Well, taking it back to the idea of rest, like going from the work the work mode, let's mm-hmm. say, whatever that is. If you feel like you have to hustle 24-7 or you are at work from nine to five every day and then you can shut it off. Mm-hmm. When you went on vacation recently, hung out with your kids up in North Carolina, mm-hmm. was there a transition period where you had to switch from, okay, I'm not worried about this stuff anymore and now I can be present? Was there a little bit of overlap or were you just, I'm in the moment from the time we get there? It, there's a little bit of overlap, but mostly I set the expectation before I go that people cannot expect me to respond to them. So I let everybody who might really be expecting me to respond on a timely basis know I'm going to be out for this. And I describe it as out of pocket, mm-hmm. meaning, guess what? I might look at my emails while I'm there, but there's no obligation for me to respond. And that is the freedom because I'm free of expectations. So when I'm on vacation, I'm free of expectations. I Do I do work when I'm on vacation? Sure. I do some of my best thinking when I'm on vacation, but there's no expectation of me to have to do something yeah. uh, during that time. And that freedom, I think, opens me up to think in a different way. And we should have like some sort of transition period pod before you go on vacation. Right. Like as you're going through TSA, you, you just get all the stress of everything you're leaving behind out because TSA yeah. is already a stressful kind of oh, yeah. environment. You go into this pod for a few minutes and then you just keep, you get on the tram and you go to your plane. I, I love this, but you know what it would end up involving? It would end up involving making a bunch of lists. Because I think the only way we can let go of stuff in the future sometimes is to make a list. Do you make oh, lists? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Not so much? No? no? Yeah, it was just probably part of my problem is the lists are in my head and always changing. Uh, I, I have a list on my desk at any given time. And what I actually do is I draw a little box next to each item on the list so that I have the satisfaction of actually checking it off the list. Patty makes a list for us every week of all the stuff that we have to do around the house. And then we have the joy of checking it off just to be productive in the ways that we want to be productive. The list just reminds me when life gets in the way that these are the things that you said that you wanted to do. Yeah. It can change, but I, I'm definitely a list keeper. And you want to get to sleep at night and things are running through your head, get up and make a list. Ooh. It's just a way of offloading so that you don't, you know, you don't have to think about it yeah. because it's someplace and you can go to that place. So then instead of a pod, what if we just provide a proprietary list of things you need to check off before <laughs> you go on vacation so you can enjoy your vacation more? You can turn off that part of your brain and go into rest mode. I, I like the pod idea, though. That's okay, kind of we'll more get you in a pod. Fun. I want one of those pods. Pods are fun. Pod yeah. people are kind of the, the best. best. I agree. Not that we've been taken over by pods, no, no, Bob. No, no. And we're not encouraging anybody when they see a pod to just go to, ahead and attach it to the back no, of their agreed. neck. No, you have to be judicious about your pods, but everyone does need one in their life. It's right. so good. Right it's now. so good. Pod. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. What goes into your relaxation pod? I want to know. Is it a physical space that you have somewhere, a nest that includes a futon? 
Or is it more of a frame of mind like a futon? Please send me your suggestions and what works for you. It would be really helpful to me. Have a great day.